It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. Well, well, well. Welcome to 26. Welcome to 26. We knew the exact number this time. Yeah, I was fucking ready with it. I know. Alex was so prepped. Happy birthday, uh, Mazel Tov. Congratulations. Congrats. Uh, you know, if, if, if it's your birthday, if it's uh, an anniversary of some kind, or a, a very sad day of death and depression, Oof. we're here for you. We're here for you. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. And uh, we're here today to review Brokeback Mountain, which came out in the year 2005. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, pal, what's the dealio? What's the dealio? How you doing? Doing just fine. Chilling out, sitting, watching movies with my buddy. With my best friend. Yeah. It's like, what we do, we've been very busy. We have. We've been running all over the place. Yeah, running all over the place. We did Brokeback Mountain. We're going to do uh, Power Rangers right after this. Which was really fun to watch, I think. It was something. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Question of the day. Here we go. Let's do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have to wear cowboy boots for the rest of your life or a cowboy hat for the rest of your life? Uh, I would say probably cowboy boots. For the rest of your life. Why? I feel like there are more. Uh, may, no, maybe cowboy and I mean, hat. And I mean permanently. You can't take one or the other off. Ever? Depending on what you choose. Ever. Ever. Even when I bathe? Yes. Well, in Brokeback Mountain, it didn't matter because they had them both on at all times. <laughs> Naked or not. Yeah, they were, they, when they were when they were like showering they, they either or like bathing in the river, they either just had their cowboy hat on or just their boots on. <laughs> yeah. Um... Can I wear like different colored cowboy boots, or does it have to be the same? No, it has to be the same cowboy uh, boots, but you can wear different socks. I can wear different socks, yeah. but or not no different socks. cowboy boots. Yeah, anything under the boot, it doesn't matter. But you have to wear the same boot for the rest of your life. I think I'll do boots. I'll Why? do cowboy boots. Why? I feel like there's like certain places where like you can't, you aren't really supposed to wear a hat. I feel like it's kind of lax now, but yeah. Okay. I feel like I'll do boots, and the cowboy boots are making a resurgence. I think, and just and. In fashion in general. Yeah, you have so much protection over your ankles and like the lower part of your shins. Like You're extra sturdy. Extra sturdy. Yeah. You probably won't fall or trip in them. Probably not at all. They're kind of like, they're there for all-terrain. They're all-terrain vehicle shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would, um, I don't know, I think I'd pick the hat. And I'd only pick the hat because you very rarely see a tiny black man wearing cowboy hats every day. But everyone would know me. They'd be like, that's the fucking guy. That's, that's the, the guy, guy with the cowboy hat. And it would be it would be black. I'd have a black one. A black cowboy. I'd have black cowboy boots. Yeah, we yeah. We, we make one full cowboy. There we go. We're Mine unstoppable. I was in Texas uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my cousin Noah for his beautiful wedding. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, and we went to this. I was there too. I was hiding in the corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex brought me in a suitcase. Yeah. No one knew. Nope. No one had Just any me. idea. Um, Alex and... didn't even know. No, no. Wait, you were you were there. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's is that why my bag was so heavy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I never looked inside. I never changed my nope. clothes or anything. Yep. Um. So I was in Texas last week, and I went to uh, a boot store. 
boots are expensive. How expensive? Boots are like, I mean, even the ones they had discounted were like two hundred and forty five dollars. Yeah, the genuine leather. Yeah, and they have they have the hat section where they'll like they'll make your hat for you basically. That's dope. You know the ones that are like just like tall rounded. Yeah, like the ten gallon hats. Yeah, those are actually just cowboy hats that just haven't been molded yet. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And you have the opportunity to mold them later, but all the ones that are like the ten gallon rounded hats, those are just unmolded regular ass cowboy hats. Damn. They had ones in cases that were like two thousand dollars. The hats? Yeah. Wow. I was so fancy shocked. living out in Texas. Fancy living. And uh, I know I've told I've told a couple people this, but my favorite thing that I heard in Texas was um, I asked one of the workers at this place how their day was, and they said, "If I had a tail, it'd sure be wagon." And I thought that that shit was fucking adorable. <laughs> it is. That's some wholesome shit right there. That was really good. Um, okay. We're doing synopsis time. We are very fresh off of Brokeback Mountain. Maybe we finished it 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So I think regardless of... Okay, so how... how okay, I framed it last time. How are we framing the synopsis? However you want to do it, brother. You don't have an idea of what you no. want to do? I did the dolphin idea last time. I know you did have the dolphin idea. I need you to come up and with it. And I jumped I jumped right on in. You sure did. What about like an advertisement for Brokeback Mountain? An ad? Okay. I want you to do the ad. You want me to do the yeah, whole Yeah, the whole ad. ad. For the mountain? I'll like throw in, I'll ask some questions about it. For the mountain of Brokeback. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. I'm doing mountain. an ad. Yeah. What? It's in It's in Wyoming, right? Yeah, it's like, it'd be, have it be like a popular tourist destination. Is it? Okay, question. If I do, like, an aggressive accent, will it offend people? It depends on what the accent's going to be. I'm thinking of doing the whale, whale. I don't think that'll offend people. No, you don't think so? I don't want to Unless we anyone. got some old prospectors. <laughs> okay, um, here we go. Here we go. Well, well, welcome to Wyoming. My name is Colonel Dandy Doolittle. And I'm here to tell you about my favorite place right here on this God-given earth, and that is Brokeback Mountain, where you can see all kinds of wildlife, naked cowboys, and if you're even lucky, you get to see some sh- a lot of sheep, like a lot of sheep. How many sheep? <laughs> Maybe even a bear. Like at least, at least, <laughs> like at least a thousand sheep. I'm pretty wow. sure there are also multiple gangs of sheep. One of them, what is it, what was it, what was the other gang of sheep called? I can't remember what, the Chilean? Yeah, there's the Chilean gang sheep, and then there's the regular, uh, uh, two men sheep. Nice. And there's, there's love on this mountain, secret love, that you can only find right here, way up in the high altitudes of the most beautiful place on earth. I ruined this accent. I liked it, I thought it was, I thought it was Bro, going really well. back. Mountain. I think it's excellent. There, was there we go. There's our the story. There's nothing about the story in there. So basically, Brokeback Mountain's about these two beautiful cowboys and their journey of love from uh, the summer of 1962, Three. 1963, up to 1983. Yeah, a whole 20 year love. Is it gonna go well in the the, the world's most famous country for accepting accepting gay rights, queer love? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> No. Let's find out. <laughs> I can answer. That's a no. Yeah, it's a no. It does go remarkably well, though, for a long time. For a long time. time. Even the people who find out. Relatively. Even the people who find it out just, It destroys story, relationships. But. It does. It does. But even with the destroying of the relationships, like, 
I don't know. They're still kind of there. Kind of best case scenario. It, it literally for is the, the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In fucking Wyoming. Except for Texas, maybe the open-ended end of one of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm curious about your thoughts on that too. Yeah. But, uh, so we have Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal uh-huh. in this movie, which is really cool because I've never, I, I maybe have seen. Is it Ten Things You Hate About Me or I Hate About You? I've never seen Ten Things I Hate About You. I've seen bits of it, and that's the only oh, other Heath thing. Oh, because Heath Ledger's in that one? Yeah, that's the only other thing that I've seen Heath Aside Ledger in. the Dark Knight. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I hear Knight's Tale's excellent. I hear it's very good, too. Yeah. Maybe I have to do a little Heath Ledger. He sounds so much like Arthur Morgan. Yeah, he movie. does. For those of you who don't know, Arthur Morgan is the protagonist of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Which is another cowboy. One of my favorite games ever made. Cowboy game, basically. Um, it's because he has such a tiny mouth. Yeah, he does have a pretty small mouth. He just kind of talks like... They, neither of them really have lips. No, no. Not really. Yeah, it's so funny because little, he, little he, Heath Ledger asses. has just like this tiny little face. And Jake Gyllenhaal has like the face of a Brazilian model this whole movie, which is so funny. Yeah. He just has like the most sculpted eyebrows I've ever seen. The closest shave I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, man, he's beautiful. Yeah. They stay, they stay smooth during this whole movie. They do. Also, Heath Ledger is doing an incredible accent for him being, what, British? Oh, is that where he was from? Yeah, yeah. He's British. That I actually didn't know. Really? That's cool. No? No. no he's idea. like He's like an accent king. I had no idea. pretty cool. Um, I literally kind of comes with the territory with uh, with being an Aussie or uh, an Englishman. Yeah. You know. Taking all of our roles. Yeah. Come silly, on, silly. guys. Um, but I thought this movie was so interesting in its approach to this, like the time jumps and stuff. Because yeah. we get like the in, the entire summer of '63. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought the whole movie because I'd never Kinda seen it took before. Place around that. I thought the whole thing took place during their like summer. On I did the mountain. too. I did too. Not like twenty for their 20 entire years. lifetime, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, and just the beginning of it is so quiet. Like the first until they leave that mountain, it's like largely silent. Yeah, they don't talk a ton. No. The first time they make sweet sweet love is. They honestly don't really talk much then either. It's not sweet, sweet love either. I don't, I don't think. It's a little aggressive. It's very aggressive. At the beginning, yeah. It was very aggressive. It's, I would be pissed on my shirt. The guy was gets in the t- like uh, Ennis. That's his name, right? Ennis, yeah. Ennis gets in the tent, and Jack immediately like just has his dick out. He's like, "I know that you want this." Yeah. And if he didn't want it, it would for it, like assuredly be sexual assault. Criminal assault. But Ennis wants it very much. Yes. So it's all fine. It's all fine, um, but yeah, it seemed really painful. I think it's almost like grabbing my fucking, be like, hey, 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 a little handsy, <laughs> little handsy, little like, little aggro. But they do. There was no smooching. No smooching the first time. None at all. None. It was um, just straight to business. But that's why I like how prepared Jake Gyllenhaal was. Like the next time they did it, he like said it real nice. His shirt was already off in there, and he was yeah. like, "We're gonna be gentle this he time." He was posing all nice. <laughs> it was very cute. Also, it really did throw me off that Jake Gyllenhaal's character wasn't the top. Right? I was yeah. convinced that Ennis, Ennis was just so meek and quiet. <laughs> I was convinced that he was going to be the bottom. At 100%. But, you know, I, st- I stood corrected. Yeah. Um, yeah, that surprised me, too. Yeah. I was very shocked by that. But at, I guess, like, as the story goes on, I guess it, it kind of makes more sense. That Ennis is the top? It does. It, yeah, ma- it, it does. makes more sense. Um, but, I mean, immediately they leave and they get married and stuff. And I was like, first of all. Well, let's also talk about when Teddy Roosevelt sees them. Yeah, see in the nude, housing. basically. Yeah, it was just their hats. Oh, Teddy. were they actually just in their hats when they were roughhousing? Like I think that? they had pants on. They had pants, pants on. Pants and hats, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that was So basically, it. Teddy Roosevelt 
is the guy, for those of you that haven't seen the film or have seen the film and don't remember the Teddy Roosevelt-looking character. Uh, he's, like, the foreman. He's, like, the guy that, like, sends him out. Aguirre's? Ag- Aguirre, yeah. yeah. Who, like, sends him out to do all this, all the sheep herding. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all they're doing in this movie. They're, like, sheep herding through the summer. Well, let's also and... talk about the dog actor, the dog that is in this movie. Oh, there's, like, an Watching actual the sheep. shepherd? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, weeping over his lost... Jeez. He's like, I couldn't save him, boss. That's what we should have done. That that should have been the synopsis was from the dog's, the dog's perspective. perspective. A dog's life. <laughs> You're like, these guys are nowhere to be found ever. <laughs> They're just jerking each other off I'm while just, I'm, I'm doing just... all the heavy lifting. Yeah. They're eating beans, fucking each other <laughs> like hoodlums. I don't even get no beans. <laughs> Come on. I'm just eating fucking... What is it? What are they feeding that dog? What are they feeding that fucking dog? They're eating like garbage. That dog's eating worse, man. Oh, yeah. That dog is just kind of picking up stuff. I hope that they fed that dog a little bit of the elk they got. I do, too. They should have. They should have showed it. But I'm like, oh. Yeah, just showed up. See, this is is why we're in charge. (laughs) Stupid Can you do that? What do you think? Can you shoot a gun? (laughs) I was also talking to Alex at the beginning of this movie about... Sorry, I took a sip of the coffee there. Just about how much... Like humankind has just dominated every other animal, like yeah. like the the extent to which like you talked about a mule. <laughs> yeah, there's like humans in the in in like the in in nature like before animal husbandry, and there's just like like some dude that's like he like goes up to a mule, if if they existed as mule at the time, <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm gonna put you to work, son. <laughs> like he was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I got. I'm carrying this backpack. It'd be a whole lot better if you carried it. <laughs> I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, you, you have four limbs touching the ground. And he's just like, <laughs> you know? All right. Big dummy. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, hey, what if I sit on you? Yeah, and I fed <laughs> you. Like, I fed you, I let you shit anywhere you want, <laughs> and you owe me your life. <laughs> you will most likely die because of me. Yes, like, absolutely because of me. And if you inconvenience me in any way through illness or injury, I will kill you on the spot. No matter what, I'm just gonna whip you. Like, yeah. you're gonna be doing a great job. I just need you to move a it's little done. faster. I wonder if Peta liked this movie. They were like throwing the sheep around pretty like wholeheartedly. I did like that they. Which were I mean, I get that's what you. Well, that's, I guess I I get that that's what you gotta do when you're you know fucking wrangling a thousand sheep. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta toss a sheep. No, Jake know? Gyllenhaal like w- had the back legs of one and was just pulling it along. Yeah. And he was fighting so hard and eventually just gave up and fell on its side. Didn't he have like, it like on his head or something? It was like kicking him a little bit? Well, that was like because the, they were carrying around baby sheep too. Yeah, and they Like just not... like in their laps on their horses. Yeah. But there was a point when they were trying to separate the the, the, yeah. the, the gangs of Yeah, because the Chileans like bring their sheep in and they're just try trying to, take to separate the... the sheep yeah trying to figure out whose yeah. sheep are whose and jake gyllenhaal's character is getting so flustered, it was such a so big he mountain. just like yanks one behind him he's yeah like... he's just dragging it how many times do you think they dragged that poor sheep oh a lot Damn. a lot i hope they showered that sheep with love in a hot bath yeah me too <laughs> I wonder how much they paid the sheep wranglers for this movie oh a lot you know a these lot. are a lot of them yeah there's some gorgeous gorgeous shots at the beginning of this that's movie. actually a really good question i wonder how they did all that stuff like do you think they just like went up to these horse wranglers and were like or sheep wranglers and were they like probably, hey, we just like film around you yeah they probably were traveling with rustlers or they literally just had the budget where they're like yeah whatever we can fucking rent a herd of sheep that's a lot of sheep for a to month. rent that's terrible that would no no way no way I don't well know. i mean they only spent 14 million dollars on the movie so maybe they didn't do that that's but, valid but they needed to set but the, i don't know how much a, a renting a herd of sheep is for a month but I also feel like a lot of the budget probably went to the stylization of the era. 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Is my guess. Well, I mean, the one thing with it, they never, like, had to do any, like, big downtown sort of sequences with any of this. No. but They, they had, were all, like, they the individual sets. And, yeah, uh, but that's, like, The nah. rodeos and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I would assume, but I Went into wrong. a little bit more of the cost. Yeah. Probably um, paid Jake Gyllenhaal fucking half of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Heath Ledger at the time. Heath Ledger was Heath Ledger big. was pretty big at the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Anne Hathaway. Did and Dark Knight. Michelle Williams. Did Dark Knight come out at, like, the same time as this? No. Dark, Dark Knight, Knight came out? out in 2008, I think. Oh, really? The Batman Begins came out this year. Oh, okay. In 2005. Damn. I'm pretty sure. If you're looking it up. Yeah, 2008. So it was, it was released three years after, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So he was probably... Yeah. He probably was seeing Batman Begins in between takes of Brokeback Mountain. Damn. You know? Well, but he wasn't in the first Batman, was he? No, but he could watch it at a movie theater. Oh, he was watching it. That's what I would assume. Yeah. You know? Um, watching it in his trailer. Yeah. I could be a bad guy in that. Who were your uh, favorite uh, secondary characters? My favorite secondary characters? Because it was so cool seeing Anne Hathaway, Michelle Williams. Linda Cardellini was my biggest surprise character to see. Yeah, Linda Cardellini was fun. Um, oh, and David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour was totally unexpected. Very quick, very quick. In da- it. Good old David in there. Yeah, another another uh, another lover. Another lover. You know, everyone's a lover. I like how Jake Gyllenhaal's character Jack Twist is just so good at spotting out who's gay. Yeah, like the yeah. moment, the moment, like, like a like a gay man walks on screen that it that has not been announced. As Jack gay. is like Jack Twist. Basically, is like looking at the camera and is like, "I'm gonna get that. Son of, <laughs> I'm gonna get that son of a bitch." He's like, "Watch this. Yeah, guys. watch this." <laughs> They they can't resist a healthy bottom. No, nope, <laughs> not at all. He knows what's up. Yeah, you just can't. I can't turn this goddamn charm off. He says. <laughs> um, oh, my favorite. He also has the most incredulous lean ever from the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, he does. He like leans on a car. I'm like, oh my god, that is a moment. He's got to stretch he's his back a out. Moment. His yeah. hips are just so. Yeah, he's got to keep him loose, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess my favorite character was, uh, my favorite secondary character was probably Alma Jr. Yeah? I liked Alma Jr. a lot because she's, like, one of the few people in the movie that's, like, um, that is able to endure her father's emotional distance. And she, like, loves him for it. She, like, like, loves him and she, not that I'm condoning, you know. Like fathers, that she fathers knows, and though? lovers being like overtly, oh, like emotionally distant and right, like avoidant yeah, of yeah. responsibility. Do you think she but, knows that he's gay? I don't know. I'm very you curious think she about does? that. I think she does. Yeah, I she's think she like does. silently acknowledges it. I mean, because yeah, you have to have the question of why did my parents get divorced? Why are you know this, that, and the other thing? And I don't know. Unless the mom would like, Say quote unquote, shit. like protect, you know, her. In this time, when yeah, which in this time period, she probably totally would. You know what I mean? Right. So, but the mom knew and just kept it silent. You know what I mean? Like she'd known for many years. Yeah, dude. The moment that uh, I'm sorry, I'm drinking all of. I told Alex I didn't want any of his coffee. Now I'm drinking all of it. Um, the moment that like Jack comes back to visit Ennis after those like four years of having not seen each other mm-hmm. and they Im- immediately just start making out at the base of the staircase in the garage and, like, in the and parking Alma, lot. Alma as in Ennis's first wife or ex-wife I guess wife at the time it's immediately the sees it I'm like 
boys. Bro, okay. The part I, that... I get that it's been four years. I get that you're excited. You're literally afraid that if you get caught doing this, that you will be beaten to death by and a your tire dick iron will and be your dick out. will be ripped off. Yeah. You guys... Oh. You got lucky there, fellas. It was so funny because Luke like had the same reaction he had during Fifty Shades of Grey when stuff started getting kind yeah. of like hairy, where he I was like, like jumped up and started running around. I was he like, was like, "What are you doing, partner?" I, I was like, "At this time and place, fellas, <laughs> you got a whole week of fishing ahead of you." My goodness gracious! Like, come on, he just was doing the accent. It was each so other a brotherly funny. hug. You can you can smooch even like when you're pulling out of the driveway, <laughs> but right there with your haggard wife. On looking, bro. The Come best on. part, the best part was leading up to that. How little of a shit he gave about his entire family. Yeah, man. <laughs> he was walking through the house just packing his stuff. No, he was and just so like, excited. Yeah, he like he like his girls like pick me up. He's like okay, and he turns to his wife and is like, take my. Well, child. he did. He picked her up, kissed her, and then immediately passed her <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, uh, was really really funny. Oh, uh, yeah. was the best. And there there are quite a few moments in this when that kind of stuff is happening where they're just like, I don't give a fuck about my life right yeah. now. <laughs> I also do understand that the uh, the and and it's pissed me off a few times. I totally understood why he was so fearful yeah. because you know he doesn't want to get fucking hate crimed. Yeah, you know, childhood which a, trauma, and which stuff. is a very like you know understandable yeah. fear. Um, when Alma's like can we wear protections i don't want to have another kid with the little money we have and and he's like "Mm, i don't like that and i couldn't tell whether it was a type of thing i couldn't tell whether it was a type of thing where she was saying it one because she like genuinely didn't want to have uh another baby with him or two if she was like grossed out that he has no 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 no. her her closer to what her verbiage was was like it was like, I want you, I want to make sure you're going to be here for this kid. Yeah. Because he was being very distant either way. Yeah. And I think she was someone who would stick with him no matter what. Yeah. Up, and, up to like a it. point, you know yeah. what I mean? Until he like threatened to hit her or whatever. When did he do that? Well, because, well, no, I guess that was post, that was post the, uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, post divorce. Yeah. Where he's like, watch your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I think it was like if you're gonna be around, I'll I'll do it. And he was like, uh. <laughs> he's like I might not be though. But he's just lived his life, and and I think kind of retrospectively, that's why the ending was a little bit more more powerful. Considering was because he was afraid to make the choices that would ultimately benefit him and would be an advancement toward love. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Because that's like like his 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 opposite. The thing that kind of kept him excited was Jack, who had these grand ideas and these plans, and he loved Brokeback Mountain, and he saw like the beauty in so many different things. Yeah. And then when it comes down to the ending of it, he like his own daughter expects him to not go to her wedding. Mm-hmm. Because he's been so avoidant. This yeah, and he's like these nineteen twenty long years. Yeah. And even even the moments where he doesn't, I mean, there's a moment where he's like, I mean, how long have you known this guy? Whatever. Yeah. And I think he kind of he brought it back to himself, where he's like, I guess I I didn't know Jack super. <laughs> we had a two month stint, and then just kind of met each other year after year after year, and then. But their love was real, goddammit. Yeah, but now it he's could have like, been more. He's like choosing love, so I think in the end, like when he's like looking at, we haven't talked about it, but Jack dying and like. Yeah. No, he's like, I swear, I'm gonna. I think that that's that's what I took from it. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Well, because and and you kind of get at the end like when he's looking at Jack's like the shirt, the the shirt and the the flannel that he takes from Jack's parents' place. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, God damn it, Jack! Because like Jack would have wanted him to do that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Jack always cho- chose love. He did. And we don't know whether or not love got him killed or if it actually was a tire accident. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So basically what happens is we get the we, we get a postcard from uh Ennis, it gets delivered back to him and it says Jack is deceased. So he calls Oh, that's what that is, just the deceased stamp. Yeah. I thought it was like some weird thing where they like the letter got put in the mail, and then it, it, like, got to the other post office, and they somehow knew that Jack had died, and they're like, just so you know, he's also he's dead. He's also <laughs> and they dead. they sent it off. That would be such a fucked up way to find out that someone you love died, is just getting a letter, and there just being a stamp that said they're dead. I mean, that's what happened to Ennis here. No, it's so sad. I know. I, but, uh, so, he gets, his, he gets his postcard, and he calls Jack's wife, played by Anne Hathaway. He's like, how did it happen? And she's like... She has this. And she's energy. also very detached from the whole thing. She's very detached, very angry, almost. And I, I'm not sure if she was aware of their situation. It seems like she maybe did, um, but he's basically like, yeah, or 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 she's like, yeah, he was changing a tire and it blew up in his face. It like ripped off his jaw and he, no one came and he he choked on his own blood and died. But then it cuts to, like three men. Like, just beating, beating the, the shit, shit out, of out of him. Yeah. And it could be the thing that actually happened, or it could be the trauma that Ennis had, yeah, like, experienced, and you're... it's, like, his brain making that up. What do you think about that? Talk to me. I, at first, was, like, that probably is what actually happened. Like, because like, I feel like that's kind of, like, ironic that, like, you know, Ennis has had this fear that, like, this person that he loved is going to be, like, you know... Castrated? Like, like, ca- like castrated and murdered. Yeah. Um, when in like reality, he ends up like just going out in a freak accident, like regardless of his, you know, orientation orientation or anything. But then like, as we get closer toward the end and like, you hear that like Jack was considering like doing the same thing that he was proposing to Ennis with this other guy from Texas, who's like also involved in the company Mm -hmm. at that point, I'm like, Oh, well then maybe, maybe they did figure it out figure it out yeah and like and kill them because also at the same time it's like he he like doesn't live in the middle of nowhere really at this point like if he's changing a tire it's probably like at his house or like at the uh cabin like no not even the cabin like like at the house or like at the um at the um like the dealership Right. Where he's okay. working, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm feeling like those would be, like, generally high traffic areas, and you'd probably notice someone that's, like, bleeding out on the ground. Sure, sure. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And I don't that know. is what actually happened. I think it's cool that it's left kind of open ended. At it's least very it, se- like it seemed that, to yeah. me that it was open ended. Yeah. You know? I don't know if they ever, like, said what the official cause of death for Jack was. It does seem... But, it, but it, it's powerful, too, because it, it just shows, like, how ruled by fear Ennis is with this whole situation. Yeah. And, you know, rightfully so. I mean, it's definitely a a very bad time in American history for <laughs> for queer love, yeah. which is sad. But it, it, it did seem, though, that Jack was a little bit more open with it toward the end because his parents knew. He was, like, bringing lovers and saying that, like, we're going to build a cabin on the ranch and all this stuff yeah not that he explicitly said they were lovers 
Right, but, but I mean, it's like implied. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think I think he also. I think he got assaulted. Yeah. I think it's easier for anyone around him at the time to have been like it was a tire iron. And deal. they didn't like him anyway, too. Yeah. Even no. if he like wasn't gay. Mm-hmm. But, like they already didn't like him because of like where he came from, like socioeconomically and yeah, all that stuff too. You know. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I, I mean, that's what I think. I'd, I'd be curious to, like, dig into some, like, Ang Lee videos and, like, see what his interpretation of it was, too. Yeah. You know? Or even just the ending as well. Um, But I think, and, and we haven't really done, like, true romance movies, really, I don't think, for the pod. Um, And in terms of, of this... I think it's progression naturally over time worked so well. Yeah, super well. And you get this notoriety, I think, from a film like this for Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. Because I don't know. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Gyllenhaal did Donnie Darko before this and a couple of other things. He for like, sure did. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, I really felt it. It was like it was very real and earnest. And Yeah, really, like, they did a really good job of, like, portraying like the internal struggle without it being like huge especially screaming arguments yeah, exactly. all the time especially know? from like the cowboy standpoint where it's like no matter what you're gonna kind of be closed off a yeah, little bit you yeah. know what i like mean like the stoicism of it all was yeah. was additionally heartbreaking you know because like you because ha- you have like you know it's it's just it's an it's an interesting sort of examination because you have this sort of like like caricature of like what like American masculinity is, you know, mm-hmm. you think like yeah. fucking cowboy, you know, mm-hmm. like straight as an arrow. When in reality, there were like a lot of, you know, closeted, c- like folks, queer, yeah. queer cowboys and like queer Western folks, you know, yeah. like trans people out in the old West, like leaving, like leaving the East coast and everything to try to, you know, find a better life and things too, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's cool to see that kind of, uh, that examined through this sort of like American, like mythological, uh, character type, basically. Yeah, yeah. And even the time period itself, I mean, there are still cowboys, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the, the, the open West, you had so much privacy too at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. to like live your life and truly discover, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of open ended mysteries and secrets that like deserve to be explored like this. Even though this isn't like a, a a real telling of something, I think it's like pretty interesting though that it it happened. But it is like sure such though. a relatable story too. Like yeah, you can it totally is. Yeah, envision absolutely. this. And I, this was for I'm sure this was like many many people. I'm sure this was remarkably lives. close to you know a lot I mean? of things. Like that so, happened. like yeah. so many people's actual lives were so much like this. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's really yeah. heartbreaking and joyous at times to see, and and simultaneously heartbreaking and. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Very sad. I would like to see kind of where, like, the wives of these two men ended up, too. Yeah. Just like me personally, I'm just like, what happened to these people? That's fair. You know? Yeah. Especially with Ennis ending up being so distant and living in a trailer and just kind of sheltering himself away from, yeah. Yeah. And he never went back to Brokeback Mountain. I was curious if we were, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if he was ever going to go back to Brokeback Mountain. And I had the idea that maybe he was going to, like, burn one of, um, one of Jack's shirts up on the mountain. Yeah. And spread those ashes. Yeah. But 
I think the part that broke my heart the most was like when Anne Hathaway and his mom were like, Brokeback Mountain was his favorite place and he loved it and it was like all beauty and stuff. And I'm like, he just loved him. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't matter about the place. He loved him so much. He drove 14 hours two or three times a year just to see him. Yeah. Oh, he really did love that man. I want to care that much. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You would drive sure. up 14 hours to see me on no mountain? <laughs> no. Come on. I don't have a car. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'd be like, you can Venmo me for gas. I'd, Amtrak, and I'd be like an old man that fucking took every Amtrak yeah. in, on the U.S. line. If you're, if you're going to North Dakota, man, dude, you gotta, you gotta, I gotta. I'm gonna uh, ride a horse all the way back for you. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> You gotta get yourself a hat. Yeah, I do want to learn how to ride a horse. You should, man. That would be so much fun. It would be very fun. I learned how to ride a horse did in you? Christian camp. <laughs> yeah? I did. For the Crusaders? Yeah, and it bit my calf. <laughs> oh, man. But it was like a nibble, and it scared me, and I screamed, and the horse got scared, and then I started petting the horse, and it was nice, and we became best friends. Cute. Yeah. Mutual trauma bonding. Yes. That's cute. Um, Just what was your favorite part about this movie? What was your least favorite part about this movie? Ooh. My least favorite part was how how Ennis was willing to just destroy every relationship he had in his life because he was afraid of who he was. Yeah. But simultaneously, that's also my least favorite part about society. Um, my favorite part? Um, I honestly really liked just seeing... And obviously, like, so many aspects of Jack's life were so sad. But I really liked just seeing Jack succeed in life. <laughs> yeah, he's doing you know? super well. That was a really nice thing to see. Um, we I also only saw his baby once. I liked it when he stood up to his father-in-law. That was, was like, cool. this is my fucking house, you fucking asshole. Yeah, he goes off on Like, him. you've never fucking liked me. I mean, he doesn't say that in the scene, but, you know, that's the vibe we get. Yes. Um, yeah, it puts his foot down. I like that. Um yeah, those are, I mean, and then just in terms of like the, the, I loved the shots when they were on Brokeback Mountain. It was just like such a beautiful, oh, it was gorgeous. Like the scenery was so beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I liked all the animals and such. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think my favorite scene, um, I think I, I think just just it, it pairs with your reaction too. Just when they see each other for the first time after four years, and they fucking smooch on it. Yeah, and yeah. that's like that's like arguably the most dramatic part of this movie. I would agree. You know what I mean? They just don't give a fuck. They don't care, and like yeah. in the leading up to that, how much Ennis is proving he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and then Luke just jumping up and down, cursing and cursing in the in what the are y'all Texas doing accent. in front of your wife? Come oh, on, boys. Um, my least favorite part? I don't know. I think... I think it's hard because I, I, I like Ennis's character because he makes terrible decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's self-destructing behavior. Yeah. You see yourself in him? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Not me. Not like that. I'm more of a... I feel like I'm more of a jack than anything else. I like to, I like to fish for the... For the beauty of, of things, if I can find it. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. I definitely, I feel like a nice mixture of both, honestly. I have moments where I'm like, I don't care. I'm feeling like an Ennis today. Yeah. <laughs> drink seven beers, <laughs> then leaves to drink more. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, Ennis was a certified alcoholic. Certified. They were both kind of certified alcoholics. Yeah. Um, 
But then I kind of I thought their argument was stupid, like the they, like, like their big blowout. I thought that was stupid. Why? I don't know. I was just. I, I maybe it was just I was disappointed. I was disappointed, dude. Like you're you're divorced, you can go wherever you want to go. Oh, to Ennis. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? You know, they could have gone somewhere, Canada or Mexico. They could have gone to, to Mexico. Me- they could have gone to Mexico. They would have loved it. it. Seemed like Mexico is chill. Yeah, you can drink so much tequila. Yeah, remain alcoholics. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly don't like your kids. <laughs> um, but then again, also my favorite part was was the very very end, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When Alma goes to see her pa. Yeah. Alma June. Yeah. Alma June. Alma June Jr. Um, yeah. Just to kind of see the growth. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Um, I also thought their aging effects didn't work well for me. They did a great job with the sideburns. <laughs> we were laughing because, like, 20 years goes by and, like, the the main thing that changes is just they get big sideburns. Yeah, and still then, fit as fuck. Don't worry. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal gets a mustache after ten years. He still has. Yeah, that I crazy like how lean. fucking like. Uh, you know, this is one thing. I feel like movies don't display the physical effects of alcoholism very well. No, no. Because everyone's always got a flat tummy. They're pounding <laughs> back fucking twelve shots, eighteen beers. You know, just not handling it. I mean, they they handle it remarkably well. They handle it so well. <laughs> it's like it's doesn't matter. Yeah, neither little, little neither wa- of them go bald. They still have the sharpest jaw lines. Yeah, just a little bit of wobbly juice. Yeah, that's all it is. And you know, they're still just the most handsome men on the planet. Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Do you have any lasting thoughts? Good movie. Good movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I feel like I should have cried at some points. I didn't cry. Yeah, I'm heartless, so I didn't. <laughs> You're not heartless. It just numbed my heart. You have the biggest heart ever. I know. That's why it hurts me so much. No. Oh. No. Um, okay. So what is your ranking out of um, handmade cigarettes? Handmade Hand-rolled hand, cigarettes. cigarettes. Uh, I'll give it an 8.5. An 8.5? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I am going to give this an 8.2. Ooh. 8.2. Ooh. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It, it was really good. It was excellent. Um, it's a long haul. And I liked that I it's didn't... It's not that long. It, it was kind of Two long. hours and 14 minutes, it flew. Okay. Well... I thought it flew. I think what makes it fly, though, is not expecting the time jumps. You know what I mean? That's fair. I feel like if I was expecting that, then it would be. But like, I was like, "Oh You'd my god, like, how much time is going this on? time?" Or <laughs> now it's now it's a year later. <laughs> I like. Do being... these guys ever stop? God, <laughs> I like being confused. <laughs> uh, what's your beef score? I'm gonna give it a. Uh... Hmm. I'm gonna give it like a like a Texas like. Uh... Like a fucking oh, what's like a Salisbury steak TV dinner? Oh, but like you, that yet yeah, you, but it it like brings you back memories of like, of another time that had nothing to do with like the Salisbury steak, <laughs> uh, microwavable dinner. You know, I like like a Stouffer's, like an like an OG Stouffer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah. you were eating it, you got a little drunk, you had your first kiss. Mm. Mm. Had some, had some fucking. Salisbury steak TV dinner. I like in your downtime. 
I like uh, <coughs> I want like a bourbon glazed damn uh, jerky, you know. Oh, like the venison jerky they were making. Yes, but it is it's still beef jerky. I see. But it's like it's like a glazed bourbon. Mm. Uh it's just like tasty and like you can fall into it. It's chewy, it's dense, it tastes real Don't good. Don't get stuck now. Don't get stuck now. Clean your teeth. Clean your teeth. Clean those chompers. <laughs> floss, 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 floss. <laughs> uh so yeah, cool. I feel good about that. Me too. That was Brokeback Mountain, 2005. Me too. On to sponsorships. This is the sponsor time. Fortune of the show. Sponsorship. That's part of the show. Let's go. Luke drank all my coffee. Uh, my sponsor is more... Oh, I'm sorry. I probably made so much noise when I put it down right next to the microphone. My sponsor is more coffee. <laughs> you ever just wish that you were drinking coffee and you finished your coffee and then you just wish, man, I wish there was more coffee. But you didn't want to get up. You didn't want to make any more coffee. You didn't want to even buy any coffee. Well, with more coffee, uh, you uh, it's a one-time payment of $1,000. It lasts for your entire life. You can pass it on to three other friends. Um, and it's just called more coffee. And when you're out of coffee, you're laying in bed, and you're just feeling so doggone sad, you can't even get up. <laughs> you say, man, I wish I had more coffee. You have to say it like that, and then Jeeves comes in. <laughs> More coffee. Yeah, Jeeves. Whoa. Yeah, that's what Jeeves says. He goes, whoa. Because <laughs> that's the sound his little motor makes because he's on wheels. He <laughs> goes, whoa. And he brings in a perfectly a perfect temperature coffee that's not going to burn your little mouth. But still hot. hot, hot, hot. Uh, not too hot. Uh, but, but if you like really hot coffee, it will be hot. Because more coffee is made just for you. And what's it called? More coffee. More coffee. More memories. More coffee. <laughs> I like that slogan. That's good. Thank you. Um, I would like to be sponsored by uh, a label maker. Um, but when you when you label something that's yours, like if I put Alex M. period on anything, it is claimed as mine federally. Alex wants that because I steal all of his shit. Everyone is stealing. I ask one time. I'm like, can I please? And he's like, fine. And then I just do it every time after that. <laughs> I assume permission has been granted for life. Everyone, everyone in my household, in in our collective household, mooches, mooches and steals. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm the worst, but I'm also the most giving. Yeah, Luke is the most giving, which gives him. If you weren't giving, yeah, I'd be a, I'd be the fucking worst. Um, I can't be a mooch and a hypocrite. Yeah, that's very you know true. I mean? That's very valid. Um, so I'll be a mooch. Um, so I want I want a label maker that anything I label becomes mine on a federal level, on a federal level. That yeah, it goes to court. It's like he put it he put the label on it. It's his. Like it's what would the what would the penalty be? Uh, ten years in prison. Ten years. I got multiple life sentences. Baby. You can get off for five years by giving it back a hundred times over. So like if you steal a piece of like like if you steal Oreos. You need to get me a hundred boxes of Oreos. A hundred boxes, and you can get. Wouldn't fi- it, shouldn't it be just uh, one hundred Oreos? No, you get a hundred boxes. If you take anything of mine, you have to the whole thing. Give oh, it back a hundred times over. What's the most expensive thing I've stolen from you? Uh, my time, <clears throat> but I appreciate that because because wow. we spend a lot of time together. This is the end of the bucket of beef show, <laughs> gentlemen. I've stole. I've taken too much of this boy's time. Uh, so I I, I want to call it. I want to call it. Uh, Gimme back. <laughs> yeah, the, the gimme back label oh, maker. Gimme back. <laughs> uh, just don't steal my shit is the is the name of the product. <laughs> just don't steal my shit. 
Uh, Who steals the most of your shit, aside from me? It's probably realistically me. <laughs> it's just you, mostly. Just me. I think Roma does it quietly, secretively, and then will lie about it. That's what I think. See, I'm just bold-faced. I don't lie about it. Yeah, Luke will never lie about it. He'll be like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, buddy. <laughs> See, I got high and hungry. Yeah. Just, yeah. He just This, this man just eats food, and I that's do. okay. I'm literally a goat. <laughs> you, you know, all are. this time I've said I'm like a gopher, or like people think I'm a golden retriever. I'm a goat. You are a goat. I'm I'm a goat with a good disposition. <laughs> like that's literally it. Like you lift your head up to say hi, and then you go right back to it. And then yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, so okay, cool. More time and uh, don't touch my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Slash, give me that. Slash, give me that. I like give me that. I like it too. It's all one word. Yeah. Give me, give me tat. Give me that more coffee. Uh, okay, thank you so much for listening to the 26th episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. The Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Alex Morrison. Are we doing thanks to the patrons? Fuck! Oh my god. Yeah, see guys, I don't ever forget about you. <laughs> this guy over here. I don't forget, damn it. This guy's a fair weather friend. You know, well, yeah. I appreciate every Fair single Fair weather, one of you. eh? I'm going to put Luke to the test right now. You want me to name every single patron? Absolutely. Here, here. I'm going to set you up for it. I got you. I got you. Uh, you don't know every single patron. Yes, I do. Oh, I'm bad then. It's okay. Uh, you're you're going to do great. I'll help you along the way. If oh, you can. Jesus. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Bucket of Beef show. If you're interested in more content, lots more content, make sure to go to patreon.com slash bucket of beef show where you can listen to our exclusive The Last of Us podcast, our horror movie podcast, and currently our Power Rangers podcast. Power Rangers! Uh, You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Bucket of Beef Show where you get to vote for what we watch next. Thank you guys so much for choosing Brokeback Mountain. It's always a pleasure. Uh, And uh, shout out to our patrons. Shout out to no, our patrons. No, don't look it up, you we asshole. We got Amanda. Don't look it up. Jason. You're about to miss something. Jenny, I know. Victor. Dina. Julia. Julia L. Dwight. Adam. Adam. Yep, Brittany, I know where they're at on the list. Olga. Rick. Nicole. Nikita. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Steven. Steven. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Steven. I think that's it. <laughs> Just Steven. And how could I forget? Oh, how could I forget this great one? Nicholas. Nicholas! Oh, sweet baby boy. Thank you, thank you, baby boy. Uh, we'll let's go you, fishing sometime. Let's go fishing on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll see you guys on uh, 27. Again, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hudson. And we're going to go Mwah. hit him with the outro. Mwah. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby. (laughs) Beef.